app for segways. <laughs> you fat fucks. Oh, I hope that made it on the show. It did make it on the show, Mark. We've been broadcasting for like a minute. I was just waiting for you to finish what you were talking about. What were you talking about? Uh, by the way, I say that as a 280-pound man. <laughs> so I could say that shit. Welcome aboard Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 183, I am Think So Joe. Of course, you all know Noise by now. <laughs> and JT. And G. Ah, fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you all. Fuck. Fuck. JT's fuck, angry fuck, today. Fuck. Fuck. George. Spent all of my time waiting for George. We're trying to broadcast on uh, YouTube. Screw you. You should have been watching live. Hey, there I am. Uh, and it still hasn't started yet. Hold on. Start broadcast. Your, your, hang, on your hangout on air will be broadcast on YouTube. Okay. Good. That's what I fucking want is to broadcast on YouTube. It still says I'm off air. <laughs> hey, there it is. We're we're live on YouTube. We're wow. live. Oh. Wait, are I'm you a... like? Is it just you ta- on air? It's or... just it's just me, and they can hear you. Oh, oh boy, those poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't I can't turn my camera on, and I would just appear. No, no. Now, if we we can do that next week if you straight, want. Does this count as a minute with Think So Joe? No, it doesn't. <laughs> unless it goes off the air in a minute. <laughs> oh, we're actually at two minutes, so it's two episodes. <laughs> I was I was talking to a Maven fan earlier on on Twitter, and I was uh, realizing that you know every show on the Board Wrestling Fan YouTube channel is crappy, so why not add this one? <laughs> yeah, I I gave up putting the show up there in about two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, how how the fuck do I get the link to this live broadcast to put out? I, I don't even know. You were right when you said it was annoying to cut out the break music. I told you. I that. Said, okay, that'll take like five minutes, but it's five minutes every fucking week. <laughs> See, at least this this time around, like doing it this way, I can actually like just mute the fucking thing when we go on yeah, break. Pause the broadcast so it doesn't show up in the video. Do I click here? Ah, that's how I get the link. There's the link. Now I can share this and people can like watch it. <laughs> Let's see here. Hmm. You want to watch a crazy guy talk for, talk to himself for two hours? <laughs> Tune into Board Wrestling Fan Radio on YouTube. You guys can hear the voices in my head, JT, <laughs> G, and 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 Noise. We counsel him. We understand. <laughs> in the following days, children of Paris imitated the jubilant events they had witnessed, catching and killing feral cats, and then parading around the streets with the severed feline of sticks. <laughs> a history moment with G. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. I, I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> what was that, Mark? Shit, man. I don't live in the States. I live in Canada. We've legalized it a long time ago. Yeah, well, we're... we're, we're 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 slowly trying to catch up with the world. Sorry, Mark. Oh, uh, fuck this country! I'm moving to Canada. They've had gay marriage for ten years. Yep, that's why I didn't bother doing the rainbow thing on Facebook. I'm like, eh, nothing new here. <laughs> no, I don't follow. I don't follow fat. I don't follow fads like that. I'm not doing that fucking. My girlfriend did it. I'm not doing that fucking rainbow yeah. shit. You know, I you know, you know, the, the the sad thing is this: the, this whole fucking gay marriage bullshit should have never been a fucking issue. But we let. 
mm-hmm. religious zealots and idiots fucking run this country and oh they they go by a book that fucking goes oh that's, uh, that that claims to say it's wrong and you know it's a fucking book that you can't even prove is true and you know what you know what another one another extremely popular book says they all float and when you're down here with me you float too up a up a up a up a up a boy this fucking broadcast yeah. is slowing my computer right the fuck down. <laughs> I got nothing against, you know, faith and, and the Bible. Bible's kind of like choose your own adventure. It's all how you interpret it, you know? <laughs> and I don't say that like it's a slight. Like, I just don't care. Freedom of belief, right? Yeah, that yeah. is the best way to describe the Bible. I, I don't care it either. See, the thing is, I'm, if it, yeah, I, I don't care either. You know, you believe what you believe, but you know, you got these people that figure that they're right, and they've got to let hound. You know, it's what it is. The people, the, the door-to-door people, and they, the, the the people that do the fucking. You know, you're not right because you're not. You know, and they slap it. They slap their hands on the book, and I'm gonna pray for you, and you know, all that bullshit. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you. I'm I'm with you on that. I'm more about slapping nuts than books. <laughs> I don't know. People ask me all the time, like, "Well, how how come you don't read the Bible?" Like, cause I fucking don't like fiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Well, what do you want from me, man? Like, <laughs> I've gone through it out of curiosity. I figure there's no harm in in reading it. Um, I couldn't really quote a lot of the lines from it. It was a three sixteen one. Was pretty good, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the the one that says I just whipped your ass. Austin oh. just whipped your ass. That's a good book. I mean, I is I found it interesting to read it. I like to try to understand where other people are coming from, regardless if I agree with them. Eh, it's what it is. I'm Whatever. With, I, I'm with <laughs> you. I'm with you on that. And the fact of the matter is, my uh, now ex-wife, who was a Christian, was always telling me that I know more about the Bible and Christianity than she did, and I, I think it comes from having to defend myself as an atheist for all those years. <laughs> yeah, Shit. I don't know. Religion's a such a touchy topic. I just, it is. I, I couldn't define myself as any particular thing. I just don't know. I just look at it like, hey, okay, I can't prove it. I can't disprove it. I don't feel like arguing about it. You know, if it doesn't cause me harm, why do right. I care? Why do I give a fuck? And that's the whole thing about the gay marriage thing to me is the mm-hmm. same thing. It's like, does it affect my life? No. Why do I care? It, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of marriage as an institution to begin with, you know? So if uh, you want to take on debts and deal with prenups and or alimony or whatever, or parts of your butt or gal, doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, uh, years ago I had a website uh, before Board Wrestling Fan ever started, and uh, one of my writers wrote about gay marriage, and he said, uh, you know, who cares about same-sex marriage? It's all the same after you get married anyway. It's <laughs> one way to look at it. Yeah. My logic has always been if it, you know, just because it's legal doesn't mean you have to do it. It's not like the law is changing to say you have to marry somebody of the same sex. There you go. Just if you choose to, you can. But but but, but free shit, will. I'm gonna have to cancel that cake. 
<laughs> oh, the kick's high. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what also bothers me, too? How dare goddamn change happen during Obama's administration? Because, you know, that's what he practiced. <laughs> you can't, you're not allowed to keep your campaign promises. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said that, to, um, I posted that on one of the other, um, um, insanity people that saw us on my friends list. Um, yeah, she posted the, Probably you know, <laughs> well, no, she's still on my friends list. No, I posted that because she had posted, uh, there was a picture out there with universal health care, gay marriage, and now here's an American Eagle bitch with a picture of Obama and a bald, ed- bald eagle. And I'm like, how dare, and I, you know, she, it got like five, I got a bunch of likes on it. And, you know, of course she liked it too because it was, you know, she knew what I was saying. You know, how dare Obama do his damn job? Yeah, yeah. God forbid the guy do his job, right? I mean, job. <laughs> I still, I still get people like, "Well, fucking Obama, it's all his fault." Like, no, it's the guy before him's fault. It's also the Republicans' fault that he couldn't get anything done for a little while. Now, when he had Democrats in the House and the Senate, that was his fault for not getting anything done. <laughs> But that was only a brief period of time. So, yay! Bored political fan! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the two-term system, right? You know, you get that first term, you gotta get reelected, and then the second term, that's when you get shit done. You look at every president, good, bad, agree, disagree, what they do, or it's essentially that, right? Well, Matt would w. <laughs> he just got in. Uh, he got. He got. When he got. Re- he, he used fear to get reelected, and then basically didn't do jack shit and let the country cr- crumble. And when everybody, anybody ever cr- cr- questioned him, he said freedom. Nine eleven. I yeah. feel like I should have my Abe Lincoln hat on for this. <laughs> well, well, that was his agenda, though. He wanted oh, that whole war thing, and he wanted to keep things status quo to benefit the rich. So, in a, in a way, you could say he did do what he promised. Uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> or you can just, or you can just, um, there's, there's a radio station here that, um, their morning show, if you just even follow them, they'll block you. So you don't really have to even argue with them. <laughs> Pretty smart tactic. I just <laughs> I got, the news well. I got, I got three, I got three, all three of my Twitter accounts blocked by them. Oh. <laughs> I just clicked over to my YouTube channel, and I'm not actually on it. <laughs> it's like a little tube. Nice. I remember when we were doing the Hangouts in the past uh, over in the flock group that... Oh, no, the there I am. I'm sometimes would appear and sometimes wouldn't, but after you end broadcast, um, about uh, 20 minutes later, it would save and host the actual file. So that if you stop it now, you might end up with like a 20-minute... Uh, file popping up in a bit if you just hold out until the end of the show and see what happens as an experiment you might end up with the whole thing online i did have video for half a second there i I was just watching it for a second when it with my uh my abe lincoln hat on (laughs) rocking the enzo amore t-shirt just put a mirror in front of you and it'll be like the same thing pretty much (laughs) it'll run smoother (laughs) computer's ancient that I'm trying to run this shit on, <laughs> so, you know. So it's running YouTube, it's running the, the, the broadcaster for the, the, the you know, chat. <laughs> uh, we're on air at least. That's good. Yay! 
<laughs> Yay. So, so guess what I found out last week, Joe? What? Because you and I listen to heavy metal, we're not allowed to listen to rap. Really? Yeah, because, you know, I did this on purpose just to see how... Well, not that I'm not, I'm not a fan of them, but I did it on purpose to see what reaction I would get from my family because, you know, my family still believes that rap is that... is is. All, all bad, bad nuts. All, it's bad. They, they equate with all rap with gangster rap. So I was wearing a Run DMC shirt. I went to wear a Run DMC shirt to my um the Father's Day thing, and I got you're where you listen to rap. I thought you only listened to hard rock. I'm like, no, I can listen to other stuff. Since did when? You, <laughs> did you did you tell them to walk this way? <laughs> no. <laughs> Now, has anybody informed body count or age against the machine, et cetera, et cetera? Oh, yeah, that... yeah. Well, that's what I was doing. I was I was dropping. I'm like, I'm like you know, they're pretty influential. Well, what instruments do they play? They don't have to play instruments. I'm like, do you know a band, you know, corn? He's like, yeah, I know corn. I'm like, yeah, well, they're a rap. They're a rap rock group. I'm like, do you know Ice-T? Ice-T has his own metal band. Um, do you, I didn't drop Rage Against the Machine, but I dropped Limp Biscuit. I'm like, Limp Biscuit. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, and it was it was it was kind of funny. <laughs> I'd probably throw Linkin Park into there. Well, yeah, there's a lot you can go. There's a half the bands out there today are you know can say you know have some devils in some form of the rap rock genre. You know, I transitioned from listening to rap into rock because of bands like Rage Against the Machine. So you know, it's like. No, you can't listen to both. <laughs> no. I was out with somebody this past weekend. We went to the uh, the Sabres uh, draft party Friday night. Hold and... on, I, I can't hear you. Can you turn it up and bring the noise? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Well played. I just picked my nose on air. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I, you can't I just said, eat don't it. forget your broadcasting. <laughs> That's okay. I have balls. no viewers. Oh. <laughs> I have zero viewers. It's good. Plus, who knows if I'm even, like, actually on screen. Well, don't worry. It's all in the family. <laughs> I went out uh, to the Sabres draft party the other night with a girl that I met at a local punk show. And uh, she spent half the time telling me about the Korean rap artists that she listens to. That you're not allowed to cross over well, genres because you listen to heavy metal. You can't listen to rap. That's fucking bullshit. Please, please tell me there's an artist named MC Kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm taking that name. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> just gee, you're in Canada. Just say, just take it, MC Kimchi. And if they, and if there is, just say, you call yourself MC MC Kimchi X. Like nice. the bush. <laughs> Yeah, this computer's so old, it's struggling to play the fucking Cleveland show thing while I'm on air <laughs> on the Hangouts thing. Oh, well. Hey, there's actually a doctor in Buffalo called Chi Kim. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we were watching the uh, Panthers home arena, and we're, you know, we got in just in time for the Oilers to pick Connor McDavid, as we all knew they would. And um, and debut their new orange alternate jerseys, which apparently was a surprise to everybody. Really? I guess. Oh, okay. Was that like news there? <laughs> no, not well to some, I guess. 
I I was on uh, I went on aesthetics after the draft because they always post like a post draft thing like these are the new jerseys you got to look out for and they were like holy shit Edmonton got a new jersey we didn't know that was coming and they're like the experts they know all this shit before it happens but well, I, I digress you generally see a couple of those every draft though yeah I digress we of course uh, Buffalo picks Connor McDavid or not Connor McDavid fucking really? Jack Eichel <laughs> my fucking brain is gone okay. <laughs> Buffalo picks Jack Eichel. Everybody cheers. Everybody fucking leaves. <laughs> like, there was a bunch of people still there, like, hanging around. They had, like, activities for kids and shit. But we're just, we're like, okay, Sabres got rid of all their first-round picks, so let's just sit here and fucking watch this. And we're just picking on all the fucking draftees as they're coming up, like, trying to take their blazers off, and they can't get the blazers off. And then they struggle to put their jerseys and their hats on. It was funny. <laughs> That's I guess when your team doesn't have any more picks, that's the thing to do is to pick on everybody else. Uh, the funny thing is, their you know first two picks was they were givens. Everybody knew exactly what was happening. Oh yeah, the draft began at three, so everybody left when the draft actually began. Pretty much, huh? They oh, just wanted right. to hear. They just wanted to hear him say it. <laughs> I I think I had a retort to that something along the lines of uh, talking about a lot of how and I mean it's a general criticism in lots of sports. Are you a fan of? just the team or are you a fan of the sports and I'm not going to tell anyone it's a bad thing to be just a fan of the team that's okay but um, you know if you're a fan of the sport you can enjoy it even if your team's not in it I mean <laughs> fuck how long have we been doing that exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh well like I said I would harp on people for that it, there's lots of weird double standards when it comes to sports and that ties into pro wrestling god forbid we talk a little bit about that um but it's true. <laughs> what the right? hell like, is pro wrestling? No, yeah, like some people are just fan of certain wrestlers and their certain styles, and others might be more a fan of the the art form, the theater, or whatever you want to call it. The sports entertainment versus the wrestling. There's lots of comparables. Young Bucks in a super kick party from ROH last <laughs> week right now. Some people hate the Young Bucks. I, I don't know why. Well, I do, but I just choose to dis disagree. Oh, nice big knee to the head, flippy floppy, <laughs> floppy flippy. You watching the? You watching the? Um, watching Rey Mysterio, flippy floppy. There it is, the the, the term Mysterio. Uh, I didn't I didn't put that in the notes. He's got some big movie deal going on down south now. I guess he's going to be promoting like he did already did the Terminator run. He's got like a Ninja Turtle one coming up. Couple more, I can't remember off the top. So wait, wait, wait. So he's going to be in the Ninja Turtles. So what's he, what? What kid is he going to play? I'm not sure who's <laughs> going to come out as. I don't know. No, he's no, no, no. no. He's J, JT's asking who he's going to play in the movie. You you kind of confused. Oh. He's, what, he's what, not going to be. Said, what kid is he going to play in the movie? Right. He's not going to be in the movie. He's just wearing costumes based on these movies. I, I think uh. they're going to cast him based on his knees, and he's going to be Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Thank you. I was waiting for it. I It it takes a minute because I'm broadcasting the YouTube thing to nobody. If if I was going to have him come out, I have no idea if he's in the film or not, like in all seriousness. Um, probably the one character that lends itself best to a Lucha Libre is clearly Casey Jones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you can just come out with a mask designed like a hockey mask. That's yeah. true. But again, I, I don't know up, the upcoming film. I haven't really paid too much attention I'm, I'm in I'm in the upset camp I guess 
I'm not butthurt about the last film. I just like, eh. I never. It is kind of funny though that as soon as he leaves WWE, he becomes this huge Mexican superstar. He's already in movie and things and promoting everything in Mexico. They could have made a ton more money from him than they did. I just think they really enjoy not making money. You know, the other day I put on the WWE Network and it was uh, it was a sit-down interview with Rey Mysterio hosted by Matt Stryker. I'm like, did, did, did I find the Lucha Underground Network? Mm-hmm. I'm Piero Dura running. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He did on Lucha Underground. Or no, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He got... He had a... Uh, Pentagon Jr. in his face. He got run on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess that's probably going to be a match at uh, Ultimo Lucha. Uh, I've discovered the toughest member of the Lucha Underground roster is actually that table. <laughs> it has yeah. survived yeah. almost an entire year. Yeah, it's true. There's probably more to it than that, too, I'm sure. you got to wonder if that's intentional because of the, the trope of... Uh, Spanish announce table. Yeah, right? I also realized I had a shower thought that that is the Spanish and English announce table. Yeah. That is the Spanish announce table, and it has survived for nearly a year. Must be magical. Oh, yeah. Medallions. It, it has some American <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, it has a medallion built into the bottom. <laughs> You know what segment I found both hilarious and incredibly fucked up this week was the uh, the Moriches uh, bit with the like the magical lightning ghosts or whatever the fuck those were. <laughs> yeah, it oh, was hilarious. I had to watch that a few times. She, she actually summoned them from nothing. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so like the, the Mortal Kombat is truly coming out in this show more and more each week. I mean, so, there was the scene before where they jumped out from behind the lockers, but you can assume they were already there lying in wait. This time, they literally were summoned. <laughs> I love those guys. I just love that show. It truly is one of the, if not the, it is one of the best wrestling shows on television, and the Emmy nomination kind of proves that. Well, it's a product, a product of what they envisioned from the get-go. Production value being like the main budgetary item. Right, yeah, but it I also, works. <clears throat> I realized this week I don't I don't think they should ever like try and take the show on the road because they're not a wrestling company, they're a TV show. And like other TV shows, they should embrace things like merchandising and other ways to make money rather than house shows. I don't think they should do them. Well, if you look at the uh, the WWE model, they don't really make money off house shows, right? Not too much, no. I mean, with the obvious exception of the one on the 4th, but that, of yep. course, tr- turned into uh, a network thing, which, as it should. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, yeah, you need well, original yeah. content. You're, fil- you're putting it on every weekend, and you know they're filming everything, so... Well, like I said, my friend was telling me about, uh, you know, Korean rappers and everything, and, it's, uh, and how she stays up till, like, 3, 4 in the morning, or gets up at, you know, 3, 4 in the morning to watch these Korean rap competitions or some something like that you know and I'm like uh, you know the most I got is I'm getting up at 5.30am on the 4th of July to watch wrestling from Japan 
<laughs> so, you know. She's like, are you going to get up to watch it? Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I watch everything I, live because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I think I'm going to wait for that one. I'm, I want, sure. I'm get... really even interested in that match. No, I know. It's, the The main draw right now for the U.S. market is the uh, NXT title. Well, Jericho and Neville. Yeah, yeah, Jericho. <laughs> I don't care about you. I want to see Kofi beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. I would be good, but it won't happen. He's going to defeat Lesnar with the power of positivity. <laughs> That'll be a three-minute match. Yeah. <laughs> or a three-minute warning interfere. Stand for that. Okay, do you like tentacle <laughs> porn? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, you want to go there? Uh, there, there, there are clips of wrestlers beating kids up there. Yeah. Can I have one podcast that doesn't fucking mention tentacle, tentacle porn? No. Of course not. <laughs> Who doesn't love tentacles? I love you. Jesus. I don't have a feeling when I get this music site off the ground, like, that's going to come up in one of the convers- one of the first interviews. Like, hey... You're the guy that was on the other podcast talking about tentacle porn. Let's talk about tentacle porn. Well, this, what did your handle will be tentacle porn Joe, so. <laughs> A minute with TPJ. <laughs> yep. Calamari. Bring it on. We'll be coming for you, octopus. <laughs> Oh man, that has so much new meaning now. Nice. Nice. So we're on a bit of a tangent here. Uh, <laughs> what else is new? Bit, we're always on a fucking point. tangent here. The donkey shows. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to segue that into wrestling. I, I just, I flipped over to the YouTube channel and it was just me face palming. It's <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> you gotta wipe off that tentacle juice. I, I hope they can't hear us, so they're just wondering what's happening to make you react like this. <laughs> you you literally I you you literally almost just I almost just spit some of my freaking I almost just killed my fucking Mac. <laughs> I almost had to spit up my freaking monster drink. Yeah, tentacle porn will do that to you. Monster drink like Kuthu? Uh no, my monster energy drink, I'm sorry. No, it's just you know I wanted to bring the eater of royals into play. A nautical monster, after all. It probably has tentacles. <laughs> it's struggling, but it's playing that shit. <laughs> right on from the abyss. Well, hey, we can segue that at least to Bray Wyatt threatening to kidnap Roman Reigns' daughter. Is that... And I've already got it all planned out. Is that what Roman it's supposed Reigns... to be? Roman Reigns gets paranoid. He brings his daughter to work. He's in the ring with her. Screen goes black. When it comes back, she's fucking gone. I will lose my shit if that happens. Still won't be as creepy. Still won't be as creepy as when CM Punk sang "Happy Birthday" to Rey Mysterio's kid. Oh, that was that was awesome. Uh, I miss Rey Mysterio. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, punk fans. Uh, I've been following CM Punk's Twitter account and he's been tweeting about this whole gay marriage thing and it's been 
funny as hell. Just hilarious. There's a Photoshop picture of him and Daniel Bryan making out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. I know how they put that one together. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. There were, there were a few variations of that from the uh, when AJ was making out with everybody, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Good times. Making out no with everybody. Oh, there we go. Bringing it back <laughs> to rainbows. There's somebody tweeted... Tentacle porn. <laughs> somebody tweeted a picture of CM Punk making out with himself. There you go. <laughs> well, he does love himself on a nightly basis. Says, I may, in fact, be gay Jesus. And then the next picture is the photoshopped picture, and he says, there was that time Daniel Bryan wore, wore a bunch of jelly bracelets on TV. <laughs> there you go. I can't recall any instances in the Bible of Jesus having sex of any kind, so maybe he is gay. No, Jesus loves everyone, so he's bisexual. <laughs> now, do not give anyone contact info. Why Why stockpile all those guns? Just smear lamb blood on your door, and you'll be safe from the gays who are trying to drive by and marry you. I hope drive-by <laughs> gay marriage becomes a thing. <laughs> Only in Vegas. <laughs> I wish George Carlin was still alive. He would have loved all of this. And he would have. I don't know, angry old white man. Would he really have been on the side of gay marriage? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of his routines? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen one of them, but I do enjoy his work and the movies I've seen him in, at least. Okay, so so Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Ah, if I gotta take a shot in the mouth to get a couple miles down the road? <laughs> That's on. a good point. <laughs> I don't think George... I, like, George Carlin would actually, like, embrace all of this. He's totally would uh, he was a great guy he was <laughs> yay dead air <laughs> oh sorry I'm just reading uh, squared circle jerk <laughs> yeah I haven't looked at that Is one yet I... Darren Young post? <laughs> no but Dixie Carter made a spelling mistake on Twitter just end this company <laughs> and actually if you look at the sidebar image it ties exactly into what we're talking uh, about. I, I hope she spelled TNA wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like I said in the chat before the show, they're just dead. Everyone they, is leaving. They've just they've been dead for years. It's just people are fine they're finally they, they, they they're finally actually just at that point. It was funny because Dolph Ziggler's contract is coming up, or it was, so people were like, maybe he'll jump to TNA. Nope, everyone's jumping ship from TNA. Yeah, that was like, I, you know, I do those uh, Ask Me Anythings every now and then on Facebook. I know I'm supposed to do them on Reddit, but <laughs> it's coming up. How long do you think it'll be till he goes to TNA? Like, Dolph Ziggler's not fucking going to TNA. If he does leave, he's going to fucking Lucha Underground. Or, or, or... TNA. Yeah. Uh, another jab at JCW. Jesus. JCW. Fucking goddamn clowns. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> Fucking faggots getting married? What's next? A Kevin Owens Cesaro Iron Man match? Shake my head. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman, <laughs> Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. 
God damn, I love this fucking subreddit. It's so angry and evil. It's wicked. <laughs> I finally joined Reddit this past week. By the way, I'm on there as board wrestling guy. Because I figured that I'm probably only going to really contribute to Squared Circle. So what the fuck is the point of calling myself Think So Joe? It's <laughs> all so how you use it, man. Yeah. The so. hockey subreddit's probably my favorite. And Walking Dead one's pretty good. Uh, there's some really terrible ones. I like the Calgary one. I actually get a lot of local news that way that I don't actually get from my local news. It's weird. <laughs> Go figure you could actually use the internet for uh, informational purposes. It's almost like the news is trying to hide things from you. I know. Shocking. Nah, they wouldn't do that. Anyone interested in two seats, to, uh, two lawn seats to Brad Paisley at Darien Lake tonight? <laughs> I can get them for you for cheap. I don't think I could make the show. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Darn it, I don't listen to that country shit. <laughs> well, you're not allowed to because you listen to metal. Type of music. Now, country metal, that is what I would like to listen to. <laughs> I know a country punk artist. He's been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> We He's, had CM Punk. No, we we didn't have CM Punk. We had the uh, founder of the country punk extravaganza, Mr. Andrew J. Rymers, who is now with his new band, the Rearview Ramblers, which is the same band, just with, like, one different person. <laughs> they got Naomi? No, they didn't get Naomi. <laughs> no. Jay Lethal? No. Maybe. No, he's too busy now, being yeah, the champion of everything. Yeah, he is the champion of everything. Oh, I finally got around to watching Best in the World. It was a damn good show. Mm-hmm. My one com well, outside of the commentary, my one complaint was Moose literally shifting into position. Uh, <laughs> I hate it when people do that. <laughs> it was worse because he was just literally inching himself slightly closer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a pretty sweet... It was... I can't... Is it like a moonsault hurricane run type thing? Oh, that was... The shifting <laughs> How the fuck do they work? No one is that the second that. time we made... Is that the second time? That's the second time me and you have made that joke in the past week. Yep. <laughs> I, I saw an open door and I walked through. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a screen door there and I rocked it again. Anyone ever have a friend who did that at house parties all the time? I know I did. <laughs> it was like the summer tradition. Parents go away and uh, our buddy Barrett walks through the screen fucking door. <laughs> What's a house party? Did he always, did he always walk What's through the screen? Well, did, he, did he ever walk through the door and say, um, I'm afraid I got some bad news? Oh, that would be great. Did he Although he managed to flip it? over the, uh, the patio one year, really, really drunk, just before <laughs> finishing a Centurion. <laughs> Made it to number 99 of 100 shots of beer. And then he stood up and said he had more beer than my brother right now. It's pretty funny. We caught the whole thing on videotape. Had to delete it later. Thank God the parents never found out it. <laughs> They're listening right now. Well, they probably do know about it by now. But back then, oh, If I walked through a screen door and shattered some glass, I'd have to try and pull a stone cold out of it. <laughs> oh, no glass was shattered. Ah. You know, mesh everywhere. <laughs> you know, probably with this pole dancing after. I don't know. Yeah, I think you do a face flop. Just don't have any uh, stormtrooper masks kicking around. That's the problem. 
Speaking of entertaining, how fucking great is Kevin Owens? Oh, he's awesome. He's literally the best at everything. He was on commentary on NXT, and he was just better than all of them put together. Uh, he's so good. Let's continue this circle joke. <laughs> Does anyone else think Kevin Owens is awesome? Oh, Kevin Owens is great. Just... <laughs> Why'd you powerbomb okay. MGK? Because I felt like it. <laughs> you, you will name him properly. He is Lord Kevin Steen. Kip Stern! <laughs> Kip Stern, goddammit! There was a Boy, Kip what Stern. a great match there was on SmackDown between Tyler Black and John Moxley. <laughs> there was a Kip Stern sign on NXT. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> no, I missed that, but I wouldn't have got in anyway. <laughs> uh, it's what Dusty used to call Kevin Steen when he first got to NXT. <laughs> Kip Stern! <laughs> So it was a tribute to Dusty and Kevin Steen. Oh, Kevin Owens. Greatest yeah. subtle tribute to Dusty ever this week with Enzo Amore shaving polka dots into his hair. Yeah. So what you know, Go ahead. If, if Squared Circle can send Triple H a fruit basket and send Tyson <laughs> Kid a cat, at least we can do for Sheamus is send him a box of human shit. <laughs> well, speaking of that particular thread, the, the Tyson Kid uh, getting a cat... I, I one of the first things I saw on Reddit was that particular post and this particular comment on this thread, and that is, I can see WWE copying Kickstarter. Zack Ryder, $10,000 gets a cheeseburger from catering. $25,000, he gets a dark match on SmackDown. $35,000, he's fed to Brock on Raw. $45,000, he's, he's seen on Raw for three seconds. Which means it would take him less than three seconds to get destroyed by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 55000 he has a match with Hornswoggle on SmackDown. 60000 gets a role in the next WWE movie. 100000 has a match on Raw. <laughs> so he's not even getting destroyed in a match by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he's the face of NXT. <laughs> $150,000, he gets a match on a pay-per-view. $500,000, he has a main event match with John Cena on Raw and wins. <laughs> and for $20 million, Zack Ryder will win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> uh, I should have went back to that post after. I think I've <laughs> changed it to donating into a, to a cat's charity. I guess. They're like, yeah, you can't really send someone a cat without their permission. Well, yeah, that's that, that was basically like the whole thread was you can't send them a fucking cat, you morons. <laughs> to which somebody replied, you know, we can give them a basket full of fishy treats and cat toys. And someone replied to that and said, all for, for Gizmo. Someone replied to that. Well, that'll go down well. Here's some treats for your dead cat. Yeah. Get well soon. <laughs> Can we not just send him a custom-made plush of his cats? How yeah, about a this, head on a pike? This was the first thread that I saw when I signed up for Reddit. <laughs> the one I liked was uh, they they had a, uh, a, a Who's Line Wednesday where you come up yeah, with that's... skits. I, I like that. That was kind of cool. I read like that whole fucking thing. Yeah, they have a daily thing usually going on. Um, what, what what's it? On Saturday, Bill Fox given or something like that, or that's Friday. Yeah, I think I got one for every day of the week. So if you like those, you'll you'll find something daily. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I I totally needed more fucking social media bullshit to go on and, and kill time. So you know. 
Somebody found Austin Aries in Arkham Knight, apparently. Yeah, he he's in there, you know, wanted poster. <laughs> Presumably put there by TNA. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's leaving, too. Yes, he is. Everyone's fucking leaving. Lol, TNA. <laughs> What's funnier is if they all leave and go to ROH. Or better yet, go to GFW and come back as part of GFW. <laughs> I'll be damned, that is Austin Aries. <laughs> is there anything actually happened in wrestling this week? <laughs> On that TV, other than... Well, I, I, obviously there has, because we've spent the last 42 minutes talking about it. Oh, Jeff Jarrett was on TNA. That's true. And he said Global Force Wrestling about 20 times. <laughs> he's Fair going sentence. to be... Uh, he's going to be in the King of the Mountain match, is my understanding. Yeah. And Vader was on there, too, apparently. Right? Vader, yeah, apparently. I can't complain about Vader, because it was... Bram's doing this thing where he's fighting any old TNA wrestler, so Vader came back for that, so I can't complain. Fernandez is over there, because you got uh, shit-canned by Lucha Underground. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, TNA is now destroying the credibility and continuity of two wrestling programs, <laughs> including their own. Can I? No, I, that, I didn't that watch. That was a Lich Underground decision. Like, apparently, yep. appeared on some indie date for a rival company in Mexico. So, now I didn't watch yeah, TNA. Like I said they're, they're not a wrestling promotion; they're a TV show. I, I'm not surprised their wrestlers are elsewhere. Now I didn't watch TNA, but I'm willing to bet I can tell you exactly what Jeff Jarrett had to say. Uh, I didn't say that. Are you kidding? No, he didn't. That was like his thing. He was the king of the mountain because he always won the fucking king of the mountain match. He did say something like that. I think he said something like the king of the mountain is back or some shit. But yeah, he actually couldn't resist burying Tierney either, saying that he he got a message from them asking them, asking him to call them to work something out. And he just put his phone away and didn't answer. And he waited for them to message him again, saying, hey, wait, it's a King of the Mountain match. Will you come back for that at least? Oh, God, and Karen Jarrett's voice is so annoying. I forgot how annoying it was. But then I smiled when I remembered her last moment was being covered in poop. (laughs) So was Eric Bischoff's, actually. What is it with that show and crap? I'll tell you what it is with that show and and crap. That show is crap. That's why nobody fucking watches it anymore. It's so full of crap, it literally spreads onto the wrestlers. Yeah. (laughs) I've done that in the WWE a number of times, too. Actually, no, that wasn't her last appearance. That was my first memory of TNA. Oh, jeez. The first episode I watched was one where Karen Jarrett had shit dumped on her. Thanks, TNA. That really brought me back for more. Well, that's the idea, right? You guys, the, 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 hey, people are getting covered in crap over here. Watch us. <laughs> At least in the E, they call it pudding. And Stephanie McMahon was covered in pudding, not crap. No, they've done. You've been covered in crap, like with the Spirit Squad and shit like that. And the Big yes. Show. Back in the day, you remember Eddie with the sewage truck? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they grew out of it because they realized it wasn't that funny. It was unfortunate. In that house, and it was tipped upside down, and crap fell out of it. Uh, well, that's TNA, pretty shitty. I guess. 
<laughs> they actually have a pay-per-view this weekend. With no title match. Well, technically, the King of the Mountain now has a title attached to it. Oh, boy. The so, King Jeff, of the Mountain so, so Jeff Jarrett can just take it and make it the Global Force Wrestling title. I think that is the plan. <laughs> it's probably what's going to happen. Paint over it and put GFW. <laughs> It'll wind up on trash bag wrestlers like David Fuller has twice in the past, like, month. <laughs> Yes, our good friend David Fuller wound up on Trash Bag Wrestlers twice in the last month. Like wrestlers that don't have gear, like guys that come out and wrestle in like jorts, for example. So Kane's probably on there a lot. No, it 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 doesn't apply to WWE wrestlers because they're you know that's their gimmicks. But like I saw a guy on there, actually two guys on there that I've seen wrestle, and I in fact I think I might have been at this match they put on there. Um. One guy's name is Dewey. His gimmick is he just parodies big-name wrestlers. This picture they happen to put up, he was the ultimate warrior. And he's wrestling this guy, Brett Mednick, whose gimmick is he's the party guy. So they put him on there because he doesn't appear to be wearing gear. He's just in street clothes, basically. Yeah, I'm on it now. There's some dude in chaps and a bandana around his neck. Yeah. Well, David Fuller dressed for his triple threat match that he was supposed to have at uh, Old School Hustle a couple of weeks ago, he uh, he was wearing track pants and a hoodie. And he's on there twice. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations, David. You made it. Oh, good for him. I guess it's an accomplishment. It is. It's, a, it's, an, it's an honor if you take it as such. Actually, I, I mentioned it to David, and David's like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, okay, cool. Just want to let you know you were on there. <laughs> hey, it was two years ago Matt Bourne passed away. Uh, Doink the Clown. Speaking of speaking of David, because we did the uh, tribute show with David, and, uh, and, of course, Black Bart and James Beard. So sad day in history for us. It's also the anniversary of Billy Mays passing away. Nothing. That's today as well, eh? That is today. That's also, uh, what, 17 years ago, mankind went through the hell in a... Billy Mays here for getting thrown off the hell in a cell! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yay! Mm-hmm. This is how great wrestling was this week. This is what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> it's pretty much nothing... <laughs> holding pattern five weeks of TV let's see NXT there was like I I don't even remember like anything (laughs) I know they had like another one of those Finn Balor uh, you know 30 minute fucking who is Finn Balor things oh that was pretty good at least again I missed it I was getting ready for work it's like okay well I'll take this time to get dressed so I can watch the matches afterward and I don't even remember what the hell the matches were. I, I know Enzo and Cass wrestled uh, Sylvester Lafort and uh, what's-his-face. And, uh, and Mini Angle. Because he just looks like a smoker angle. <laughs> and uh, Jason Jordan, that guy. That's the guy. 
And then there was another tag team match, and I can't remember who the hell was in it, other than Angelo Dawkins was in it. And, uh... That was Finn and Rhino was the main event. Okay. Oh, that was what Kevin Owens was on commentary and being awesome. Saying he loves rhinos. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, This was the week where everybody apologized to everybody. Oh, yeah, everyone was apologizing. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Brock Lesnar and went over and gave the, the noogie and all that. And, uh, that was and, and, and the rest of the show kind of... Yeah. You know, of course. Oh, that's right. The they, be, they they beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar at the end of the show. It took like mm-hmm. five of them to do it, and Jamie Noble ended up getting like three broken ribs in the process. That's what happened. I remember now. Well, when your first match features Kane, and then your second match, you know, features the Ascension, and your third match features Sheamus. Oh boy! And your fourth match actually was good. That was Neville and Kingston. We we had the uh, the the it was the Sheamus and Roman Reigns. Oh, you, you, where else can you find this match? SmackDown last fucking Thursday, with the same fucking ending. Well, don't Almost. worry, they'd save the show, of course, with Barrett and Ryder. Oh yeah. And then, I mean, Wait, everybody's favorite, the, the Bella Twins, are up next. Oh, boy. Ryback for Smart Henry, non-title. You uh, know, I love that one. I, I'm falling asleep just hearing about what matches were on this show. <laughs> Ziggler and Rose with the uh, awkward making out matches. And, yeah, then Brock Lesnar got beat down. So that's probably why we don't remember much of it. I, th- I probably did watch this in a half an hour. I, I think you I think you posted on Facebook that you watched it in a half an hour. <laughs> It was not worth watching. Yeah, as every time one of these matches comes up, with the exception of match number four, I, I'm sure I hit the fucking fast forward button. It's did like, nope. Did anybody watch Tough Enough? Oh, I did. Unfortunately, have... yeah. Okay, I didn't. I mean, Mark are definitely on opposite sides of this one, but uh, I, I, well, I guess I shouldn't say opposite. I didn't hate it. I, mean, I didn't particularly enjoy it much, but I'll probably watch out of the bottom. And I just, I want to see Tana get stabbed. As... And New Jack is on the show now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, there's a stabbing. Uh, ZZ was pretty funny, at least. It's, it's I don't know. I, I just didn't get engaged by it personally. It felt, I mean, I, I know there's an audience for shows like this that are, you know, do rather well. You know, the voices or whatever. America's Got Talent, all those types of shows. It really felt like they were pandering towards that type of demographic with the incarnation of the show this time around. That and is I, pretty much it. I mean, and like, I, like I said, there's a market for it. I, I'm not part of it. So for me, that that was my takeaway. I, I, I found Jericho was kind of useless on the show. He didn't really do anything. He wasn't like the Stone Cold role in the last uh, version we had you know, and that really carried the show is the way he would break it down in the end of the episode and, you know, cut a promo on whoever was going home. We're not getting that. Unless they make a tweak next week. I'll wait till the verdict comes out before I invest the time to watch it. So, if Mark, you let me know. <laughs> if you're not enjoying it, G, you're not engaging properly. Yeah, I'm playing the game wrong. 
<laughs> it's not their fault get, they suck. He didn't, he didn't get the reference. Didn't. I got the reference. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for I thought you got the reference. I, Joe, I was waiting for you to know. I, I got the reference. Know. I know the fucking reference. Go back DDP, and watch the Diamond Dozen. DP, DDP yoga. <laughs> he says if you're not, if your heart rate, if if your heart rate isn't amped up, then you're not engaging correctly. Kill switch engage. Which 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 version? The the Howard Jones version or the original singer? Nah, I'll hit the call switch on both of them, and then I'll engage. <laughs> How about that? And then I'll and then I'll listen to rap <laughs> while watching technical porn videos from Japan. <laughs> well, where else are they gonna come from? The sea. <sighs> <laughs> Disney? <laughs> that is a market. Disney is. No way, Ursula and the Little Mermaid had tentacles. There we go. Yeah. Man, <laughs> wrestling suck this week. Yeah. Mm hmm. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. I uh, just like. And I I was looking for a legal way to watch Tough Enough. I figure, okay, Hulu, WWE Network, something, right? I'll be I'll be able to watch this show after it airs. Nope, it's not on either. I thought it was on YouTube, wasn't it? It was on YouTube for everybody except the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> 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 go figure. Go figure. Right? Yeah, you sound <laughs> like you you sound like the English people on on. Twitter who are like, oh, so all you people that are getting up at 5.30 in the morning to watch the 4th of July special on the WWE Network, now you know how it feels, assholes. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're getting up probably not even much later anyway. Yeah. I don't know. What do you say we do a break song? Or three? Three? How could that work? <laughs> you tell us, G. It was your selections. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go catch uh, Bad Religion tonight. Full actual show. So bucket less time for me. It's pretty cool. And uh, their songs are often really fucking short. So I put three of them together. <laughs> it's still five minutes long. But three really solid classics. Um, Yeah. And I, I guess that's probably about all I can say about them. I think Bad Religion's... And for those of you watching on YouTube, all zero of you, you won't hear anything for the next however long these three songs take, so five minutes. (laughs) Here we go, Bad Religion Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Helps if I turn the volume on. Hey, brother Christian, with your high and mighty era. Your action speaks aloud, I can't hear a word you're saying. Hey, sister, bleeding hard with all of your compassion. Your labors through the hurt, but can't assuage temptation. Hey, man of science, with your perfect rules of measure, can you improve this place with the data that you gather? Hey, Mother Mercy, can your lungs be improved forever? Is your fecundity a trample or a treasure? Poverty, uncleanliness, and toil Promote equality and all of 
cry when you left them at the station. Hey, moral soldier, you've got righteous proclamations. And precious don't feel your call me conflagrations. And I wanna conquer the world. Give all the idiots a brand new religion. Put an end to poverty and cleanliness and toil. Promote equality and all of my decisions. I want to conquer the world. Expose the culprits and beat them to the children. Do away with their pollution and then I'll save the world. Wrestling Fan Radio 183. G's going to see them tonight. First time? 
Uh, no, I caught them at Warped. Okay. But they only did a 30-minute set. Okay. I don't really consider that a full show. Right, right. Un- understandable, I was going to say, because I've yeah. seen them at Warped before myself. So. Uh, that's a good set, you know, but that's kind of the catch-22 when you go to Warped. You get, it's like uh, a buffet. Yeah. You know, and that's fun. I mean, it's a good ticket you know, price, usually reasonable, and uh, you probably got to watch at least a good 30, 50 to 50 bands, depending on how much you bounce between the two stages. Right. So, uh, I enjoyed it. I got to see a lot of great bands. More than two, the whole uh, more than two but stages, but <laughs> there's the two main stages, and then there's all the little small stages, too. Yeah, that's right. I remember there was a lot, there was a lot of good bands on that one. Um, Boss Tones, Less Than Cheek. Uh, North Faxer was there for sure. I'm seeing the Boss Tones early next month. They still have the dancing guy, right? Yes, they still have the dancing guy. This is going to be like my fifth or sixth time seeing the Boss Tones. Nice. Yeah, J- July 9th, free show at Erie Canal Harbor in Buffalo, Canal Side. Better than the non Canal Side, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Thursday at Canal Side's a great event that they have every year in Buffalo, every week, every Thursday, every summer, uh, for, you know, they bring a variety of different bands. It used to be uh, Thursday in the Square, and they moved it, and where it's at now is much bigger and much better uh, for for live music. And uh, it's great. I just saw Everclear there a couple of weeks ago. Boss Tones are coming up. Uh, Real Big Fish with the Sublime tribute band Bad Fish are uh, all coming up. And uh, that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's my favorite part of the summer. Bad fish is that? No, like, bad uh, bad fish is the tribute band so, to Sublime. Nah, I was about to say, is that a Sublime tribute? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that's not the same thing as like fake Sublime with that other guy, right? No, it's not Sublime with Rome. <laughs> right, right. The Pope, the wrong Pope. <laughs> not your Pope. There's still a lot of smoke rising out of the. The venue, I'm sure. But. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It's really tough to replace a trio when your lead singer slash guitar player slash songwriter dies. I just don't like it. I, I don't know. I, that one bugged me. A lot of, a lot of these ideas. It's like Jimi Hendrix experience with Sans Jimi Hendrix. Like, how would that work? It just doesn't. Although, um, same thing with Nirvana, I guess. Of course, you could also get a really, really classy uh, poster, or whatever that was that JT picked up at the Melvin show. That's kind of funny. Maybe just snort. Oh, snortle. Chortle. JT's texting me the day of the Melvin's show, and he's telling me that uh, a certain individual was supposed to come out there and hang out with him at the show, and didn't bother until the last possible second to tell him that he didn't he wasn't going um and then i go out later in the night and i'm supposed to meet up with some friends that were in town from florida and i go i pay my 10 bucks to get in this venue and i'm looking around for them i don't see them i text them you guys coming they said oh we already left like what the fuck man <laughs> i end up just leaving like fuck i just wasted 10 bucks went to a different place and saw kid I went to high school with doing 90s alternative rock covers so that was worth my 10 bucks I guess I don't know. <laughs> but I digress let's move on 
I have the card for Slammiversary if anybody really cares. And you can probably uh, predict them just based on who's still sticking around after the show. Yeah, well, uh, there's one of them. The non-sanctioned match. That'll be a tough one to predict. Well, we got they're both gone. Brooke and Awesome Kong versus Dollhouse. Awesome Kong is supposedly leaving. Mm-hmm. Robbie E versus Jesse Gutters. The, the Awesome Kong one gets better because Taryn Terrell's left as well. Oh, is that's she? Right. I did yeah, not know that's that. That's the rumor. Okay. They're, they're actually probably like, well, we got a lot in the news about that. Well, Ro- Robert, yeah, like I said, I threw two more in. Last I time I was watching. Five. <laughs> Last time I was watching TNA, Jesse Goddard and, and Robbie E were a tag team, were they not? Yeah, they broke up. They had that stupid selfie stick before Tyler Breeze did? Nah, yeah, Tinder. Winner chooses the stipulation match for match five of the tag team title series, Austin Aries versus Davey Richards. Yeah, I, I, I almost read that. I first read that as winner chooses the match for five of the tag team titles. Yeah, no. They're doing well, they a... They just do- did a TLC match, so where the fuck did they go from there? I was say, they're doing a, a best of... what? What is it, best of seven? A best of five. It's a best of five, so apparently it's tied, and whoever wins this gets to choose the stipulation for the fifth match. Yep. Non-sanctioned wow. match that G-referenced James Storms versus Magnus. Lashley and Mr. Anderson versus EC3 and Tyrus. Hmm, number one contender for the uh, TNA title is in this match. Uh, wonder what's going to happen. Hmm. Well, it's TNA, so Lashley and Anderson are going to win. Yeah, King of the Mountain match, Jeff Jarrett, Matt... Clean. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Matt Hardy, Eric Young, Drew Galloway, and Bobby Roode vying for the King of the Mountain title, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole new title. They've been doing this... Sure Jeff Jarrett probably paid for so he could win it. They've been doing this match for fucking over ten years, and they're just, they're gonna have a title for it now. Okay. The biggest surprise from Impact this week was learning that Jeff Jarrett invented the match because it sounds just like such a Vince Russo thing. No, it was a Jeff Jarrett thing. It was before really, Russo really got to the company. Sold him the drugs that influenced it. I guess. Have any real? Of course. Uh... The NHL will give a shout-out to Board Hockey Fan. Get your NHL draft. Uh, what has it got up there? Just results? or I don't even know. I didn't even look. Yeah, I honestly didn't either. I mean, <laughs> I live in Canada, so, yeah, this is like 95% of our sports content. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. There's some kind of World Cup going on in, in our country. Um, the women's <sighs> and all that. And... Uh, yeah, it's still all hockey. I'm trying to be misogynistic, just telling the truth, folks. That's how it works. The Great White North. 153 days, 16 hours, 28 minutes, 30 seconds, and counting! Curtis Axel has been in the Royal Rumble. The that's that's throws. apparently still a thing. <laughs> the Iron Sheik tweets! Do we have to... Re- re- blah, 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 blah. Do, do, do you want me to read this about the ECW press? I didn't even Please. know this. Because I didn't... Who, I don't know who put this in there. I didn't put this in there, so... Um, well, if you don't, I, I will. I can read it if you don't e- want to. ECW press made a, the following announcement whenever this was posted. 
Good afternoon. We regret to inform you the publication of the book, The Iron Sheik, Listen, Jabroni, has been canceled. WWE and ECW will continue to partner on more titles in the future, including an autobiography of Pat Patterson set to release in June 16th. Please accept our apologies for any inconveniences for this may cause. And the Sheik says, fuck the ECW press. I put them in <laughs> camel clutch, break their back, make humble. The fucking jabroni is worse than the, the real Virgil. <laughs> can I can I just mention that uh, I, I'm willing that the the Pat Patterson book is going to have this breaking news, like this this big shocker of a news story, right? He's the he's gonna chapter will be that he's gay. He he's yeah he's he's gonna reveal that he's gay in the book. Cause we didn't already fucking know that before Legends House. <laughs> Fuck, it's gonna be called Pat Patterson. Now I can say the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Iron Sheik says T- Hashtag we are Mexico Tito Santana big time jabroni Hashtag NBA draft If the New York Knicks draft the Virgil I suplex my TV <laughs> The 76ers camel clutch the NBA draft Hashtag NBA draft No jabroni allowed Luke Rin Rin Renewer Rin- uh, Whatever Now play for the Atlanta Braves if you on the Twitter, follow the biggest jabroni on the earth, Virgil. You feel 10,000 times better about your life, Bubba. <laughs> Even George the Animal Steel make better sense than the George Carl. And this, I, I'm assuming this is for the, the, the um, Confederate flag. Take the jabroni flag down. And finally, good night, go fuck yourself. I did actually see a picture of Virgil at an Amish flea market. <laughs> I did too. Following Virgil will make you feel a lot better about your life. <laughs> well, speaking of fucking yourself, the uh, the coaster couldn't be with us this week. He had a death in the family. He, uh, he had an idea for a couple games. Um... And he said, could, you, could we please at least play one of them? Initially, I, I asked him to uh, just surprise us on the spot in the chat of the two variations he had. Uh, I thought it would be more interesting. We would have no heads up or any predetermined idea. But uh, because of the unfortunate passing of a family uh, member of his, um, he said, no, go go with uh, go with family on this one. He wants to know who we would fuck, who we would marry, and who we would kill between Baba, Devon, and Spike. Jesus. That's the Dudley boys. So, fuck Mary Kill time, folks. Hmm. Are you ready? Are you? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'll start. I'll let you guys think. Because um, I got that massive heads up on this one. You may have not. I am going to marry Devon because I can save money on marriage costs. And that's important to me because I don't like marriage. I said that earlier. I'm not a fan of the institution, and I'm I'm cheap. So anyway, he can marry us as, you know, <laughs> one and another, and that's great. Um, and and that'll make me very politically hated amongst a bunch of extremely right wing American listeners. Hi guys, I love you, Canada. I'm marrying a, a black man. Ha <laughs> ha. Now, I'm going to. Uh, fuck Spike because I'm pretty sure I'm bigger than him so I can have my way with Hello? him in any way that I choose <laughs> Shit, and that means sorry Cap JT we can hear you bud 
I don't think I JT can hear us. Kill Bubba. Because as far as I'm concerned, my fridge is empty and I need more food. So there you go. There's my my answers. And why. Okay, I'm back. Okay, we could hear you for a minute there, and then all of a sudden, well, then you got dropped. Yeah, well, I, I knew once G went quiet, something was up. I'm done. So who are you going to fuck, Mary and kill there, uh, JT? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, Let's see here. Um... Uh, uh, I'd marry I'd marry Spike because I'd make him my bitch. Um, because he's probably smaller than me. Um, oh God, I don't know here because if I if I kill Devon, it'd look like I'm a racist. <laughs> but um, no, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna kill Devon because the I don't want the preacher man I don't want the preacher man preaching religion religious religion in my house. And I guess that means out of process of elimination, I'd fuck. I'd have to fuck Bubba. <laughs> he'd be a one night. He'd be a one nighter after a night, a drunk night at the bar. All right, nice and chill. You're up. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat and go the same as G for the same reasons, except I would kill Bubba because that will free Velvet Sky up, and I will comfort her at the funeral. <laughs> oh, see, see now that that's that that's better than what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I, I, you know, they they always tell you like uh, whenever you sleep with somebody, it's like you're sleeping with all the people that they've slept with before. So I'd fuck Bubba <laughs> because he's with Velvet Sky. <laughs> yeah, but he fucked Brooke Hogan in kayfabe. That's true, but that was kayfabe. Brother, fuck Brooke, brother. She's still a flower, brother. <laughs> that was, that's kayfabe, though. Except for that time, I, I I I drank. We drank too much together, brother. I'll say it. Nick's calling. <laughs> Hello, Nick. <laughs> Where That's are it. You, I... brother? Hi, Dad. I'm in jail. <laughs> What'd you do this time, brother? Who do I got a leg drop now, brother? I, I married Devon because G has a good point there. You don't have to pay for the fucking wedding. He could do it himself. <laughs> oh, my brother. Testify. And I guess that would leave me having to kill Spike. Oh well. <laughs> uh, there's also benefit to fucking Bubba because he has powerful calves, and you will want <laughs> to feel those wrapped around you. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> this fucking show. <laughs> All our religious listeners have turned off in disgust. <laughs> nice. If we had religious <laughs> listeners, they turned off in disgust 182 episodes ago. <laughs> Uh, and of course now we have to get serious our news brought to you by kayfabe news angrymarks.com dailywrestlingnews.com go say what's up to our boys at Booker T's who knows what they're doing these days we'll catch up with them I'm sure uh, and of course uh, we are sad to report Wait, the past before, before, before you go before you report the passing we also got to promote Coaster's girlfriend whimsical giraffe at etsy.com go buy your greeting cards from her Let's interrupt a, tri uh, a touching tribute to uh, to a passed away superstar to promote greeting cards. Okay, cool. Well, you were uh, doing you were doing shout outs, so I had to do. Okay, do fine. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's done. <laughs> it's, all right. Yes, go go check out the the greeting cards. What what's what's the link <laughs> again? 
Oh shit! Whimsical giraffe. Whimsical at, giraffe at, 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 at Etsy. Okay, there you go. Okay. She could send greeting cards to the family, I guess. Yes. We're I set- was gonna say I was gonna say something terrible, but you half said it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she she'll make condolence cards. <sighs> With giraffes. We're terrible people. With apologies to the family, after all of that, we're sad to report the passing of William Answer, better known as Nature Boy Buddy Landell, uh, Monday at the age of 53. Uh, it may be, as, as of uh, this post in our group here, uh, may be related to a car accident he was in over the weekend, uh, which seemingly returned he returned from okay before being found unresponsive at his home today. Our condolences, of course, go out to his family, friends, and fans around the world. And if you want to get greeting cards to send to them. Goddamn bastards. Fuck, man. We can't do anything nice on this fucking show. I just got to fucking ruin it all the goddamn time. Landall was uh, a pretty polarizing figure in wrestling. He had a bad track record of pissing a lot of people off. And kind of doing his things on his own, uh, you know, his own volition. Like missing shows because he got way too fucked up on drugs and alcohol and stuff like that um he cleaned up uh new unfortunately before his passing if uh if you want a really good introspective on the guy if you're not too familiar i, I gotta highly recommend cole cabana's art of wrestling interview with him um i i'm kind of playing catch up through the series and oddly enough i listened to that particular interview a couple weeks before this broke and it's just kind of like oh shit you know that's that's kind of unfortunate, you know. You hear his take on, on professional wrestling. It's, he's a pretty entertaining guy. He seemed really well-grounded in the interview and kind of looking back at his career and things he, you know, accomplished and quote-unquote not accomplished. And and admittedly so. He was like, yeah, you know, I fucked this shit up. It's my fault. <laughs> so that that's kind of, I guess, what I wanted to throw down on that particular news story. Now, this next news story, did you give me because I can't pronounce the last name? <laughs> you want to hear me try? Yeah, give it a shot. Cora Svonstechik, I guess, uh, better known as Cora Combs, passed away Sunday at the age of 92. She was one of the top female professional wrestlers from the Mid-South region in the 1950s and 1960s. Our condolences, of course, to her family and friends as well. Another one that, you know, one may not be super familiar with, but she was very significant historically. Um, obviously, we're, we're too young to know the 50s and the 60s, but... Oh, gotta, gotta note the um, the predecessors that gave us what we have today. So. Exactly. Interest in the Dusty Rhodes DVD set has skyrocketed since his passing, and it now goes for nearly $100 on Amazon. Shit, anybody want a copy? I got I got disc one. I got it in like a three-pack with the death of WCW and the uh, Mr. Perfect DVD. <laughs> Guys want it? 50 bucks. Is it disc one of two? I don't know. It's, then, it's, that would be 50 bucks. <laughs> well, it's got the uh, it's got the whole documentary part on it. It just doesn't have the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the matches and everything. Yeah, I'm told the, um, the Dusty Rhodes thing on the network is pretty much that DVD set. Pretty I much, uh, but they added some new stuff in. 
the, the which dusty... you can probably just find on the net. So yeah, why spend a hundred dollars for it when you can just watch that and more on the network for nine ninety nine a month? Yeah, an undisclosed sum, as Mick Foley person. would say. Well, you know, well, but no, you're not a terrible person. These people that are I selling this shilling the fucking network. But you're not a terrible person because these people that are selling this DVD set for a hundred bucks are terrible people. Like, hey, this guy died. Let's make some on the network. Ten months on the network. <laughs> but like, like, yeah, exactly right. But these people are like, oh, this guy died. Let's fucking make some money off of it. Those are terrible fucking people. You're like, well, just save the fucking money and go here. That's not terrible. That's actually good. You want to watch this DVD? That's where you can find it. Don't go spend a fucking hundred dollars on it. As a DVD, anyway. Yeah. I think the Paul Heyman one is, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Why well, buy DVDs these days? Did I? I never even fucking put the sound back on on the YouTube channel, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, <laughs> those of you watching on YouTube, you can you can hear us now. Hi, you can it, hear. They, us. they probably they tuned out. Hit our terrible, terrible things. <laughs> Oh well, I guess uh, maybe I won't save this video afterward. <laughs> uh, it was it was an experiment. We sort of tried. Kinda, yeah. I'll, I'll always make sure that it goes to YouTube before you delete it, and you'll know it worked. Yeah, no, I I, I did a yeah, test we'll broadcast try again next week. <laughs> I did a test broadcast the other day. I said it as private so that Maven fan couldn't get on there and start making fun of me. <laughs> oh, that's so much more entertaining. I she. <laughs> like she still probably has that audio of me going what am I doing oh yeah from when I was <laughs> testing the broadcaster I remember that <sighs> Brock Lesnar's segment at the end of Raw got a little out of hand and Jamie Noble was the unintentional victim suffering three broken ribs when he got tossed into the barricade at ringside and he was taken out of the arena on a stretcher after the show Noble expressed his gratitude to WWE for making sure he was taken care of so quickly and thoroughly yeah, Kofi Kingston might actually die in this match. Could be. That's the appeal possible. of all the Brock Lesnar matches. And that was a legitimate fear I had going into the Undertaker match. Uh, watch Brock Lesnar, people. You might see someone die. He was going to kill the Undertaker? That's what you were worried that about? That was an actual legitimate worry I had. Uh, and he yeah, really did, because he concussed him after two minutes. He did. <laughs> uh, you can't have a Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match without somebody getting concussed. And it turns out you can't even have a beatdown segment without someone getting a broken rib. Yeah. Well, let's see. Brock Lesnar's first WrestleMania was WrestleMania 19. At WrestleMania 19, that, Brock... That was one where he broke his own neck, wasn't it? Brock Lesnar tried a shooting star press and concussed himself. At WrestleMania 29, Brock Lesnar wrestled Triple H and got knocked out within the first two minutes. And in the Goldberg match, he knocked out the fans. Yeah, the fans were complete. No, the fans were not out. The fans were like the fucking highlight of the match. Oh, yeah, they were very loud. That's like that's that like that New York City crowd was like the patron saint of like the New Jersey crowd after WrestleMania 29. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, did you know that crowd's been edited on the network? Have they? Yep, you're now a dull and boring regular crowd. No, I was watching it the other day. I can hear us chanting. Not the oh, other day, I but a couple of weeks ago. I heard they got turned down. No, it, it was still... The only edit that I noticed when I watched it was they cut out Randy Orton asking Seamus, what's my line? <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit, they cut that out. Okay. But you can still hear, like, every, like you have to watch the Seamus versus Randy Orton match because that's where it all happens. 
we just shit on that match. You could see, like, Big Show's throwing chairs and shit. Everybody's chanting, thank you, Big Show. It wouldn't make sense to edit it because the commentary team was acknowledging it the whole damn time. <laughs> well, that was another that was another problem I had with Best in the World because the crowd kept chanting really, well, fun things like, fuck you. And the, the commentators were like, wow, what are they chanting? Just making reference to it without being able to say and it just it bothered me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just hate commentary on all the programs now except Lucha Underground. They're just the best at everything. Yes, they are. Well, neither Vince McMahon nor Kevin Dunn were at Raw on Monday. Triple H was in charge of pretty much everything. And it was still a terrible show, so take that NXT. Well, you got to figure, you know, Triple H can only work with what he's got, so. I guess. Natalia on Tough Enough says, Really curious to see who actually likes wrestling in this cast. I repeat, wrestling. W-R-S... Uh, fuck, I can't spell. W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. <laughs> it's right here in front of me, and I fucked it up. Hey, you... You... Natalia spelled entertainment wrong. That's not how you spell sports entertainment. <laughs> Apparently, Tough Enough didn't do blockbuster numbers on the USA Network. In fact, far from it, 1.209 million viewers in a point. Four rating in the 18 to 49 demo. Hey, it's That's impact probably... numbers. Yeah, impact yeah. numbers. Better than impact. That's better than impact and ROH put together. <laughs> is it? We'll probably I believe up. it is. I think together they do about 800,000. What about the numbers on Sinclair? Yeah, probably more if you include Sinclair. I think you kind of have to. That's where I watch it. And my, you know, viewership counts for a million, so. <laughs> One Canadian is worth a million Americans. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> eh? Darren Young is upset that his boyfriend's face was censored out on this week's episode of Swerved. Did you guys catch that? Swerved? No, but Dan, his boy, yeah. It's not like they were censoring the fact he was gay. They, they censor people all the time on things for legal reasons. Yeah, that's that's what if, I figured. If his boyfriend signed a, an agreement saying, hey, you can show my face, and then they censored it, I'd be pissed. Yeah. If he didn't, then they probably censored it for legal reasons. That's but... that's what I figure. Um, but uh, eh, the show was okay. Yeah, I've heard it was okay, and the, the adverts made me laugh more than I feel they should have. Yeah, I, I think, like, it wasn't as good as I thought it would have been, but it was okay. My big problem with that show is whenever I look at the word swerved, I think there should be an apostrophe D, like with punk. <laughs> what <laughs> I see, punk probably still has the the um the copyright on that. I guess no one else can have an apostrophe D. They can't oh, have Dario. an apostrophe Z because they don't have Dario Cueto as one of the people punking people on the show. Yeah, it he stole my joke as well. He's also on Facebook as someone who analyzes football games as in soccer <laughs> he's just everywhere <laughs> yeah in a pre-match promo Luke Harper claimed that Tyson's kid's injury made Cesaro weaker while Eric Rowan's made him made Harper stronger so Harper deliberately injured Eric Rowan and stole sure. his power why not 
works sure. for me. There can only be one. <laughs> Eric Rowan is expected to be out up to six months while he gets surgery on his torn bicep. You know, it's upside down, Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he injured himself wrong. It's supposed to be a shoulder injury. Speaking of Seamus, Daniel Bryan's career-ending issue appears to be a serious concussion he suffered wrestling Seamus at the SmackDown taping after WrestleMania. The, WWE, the reason WWE has never gone on record about it is because Bryan worked several matches after the concussion, which would reflect badly on them for putting his health at risk. Hmm. Z-Pack. It's almost like the things Punk said were true. Nah. And, and, not, and, and, it's not and, the truth. And Pat Bourne's family filing a suit for, for concussions is not the next story. Come on. Who? Matt Bourne. Doink the Clown. No, we got to that later. Yeah. On this second anniversary of his passing. Hulk Hogan says the biggest lesson he's learned in wrestling is... Well, let me tell you something, brother. Back when I when I created the heaven and the earth, I decided that saving your money, saving your goddamn money was the most important thing, brother. When, and when I and then I created this Move America Forward that announced that the, the live fun, fundraiser to help send care packages to troops who are deployed overseas, brother are taking part in the troopathon, brother. The stormtroopers are coming, and they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna take the, the, the new, with the new Death Star, and they're gonna take everybody down, brother. That is what he said, though. Yeah, it, it is in the document. Yep. Good night, Hulkamanias and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it'll work when you work at work and work yourself into a shoot marks brother let me, let me read this and see if I can actually understand this good night Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it'll work when you work a work and work yourself into it what the fuck god damn it Hulk Hogan oh, that was one of the old bullshit lines from WCW wasn't it working yourself into a shoot probably I don't fucking know WWE has filed registration for two new trademarks, Hard Hitting Reality and Bray Wyatt. You would have thought they would have already had the trademark on the latter. I thought that was fucked up. Yep. <laughs> See, he's moving to, Mil to Milwaukee to train with Rufu Sport full time. Did I say that right? Probably. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Rufus <laughs> Wasn't Rufus George Collins character on Bill and Ted? Yes. Cool. <laughs> Rufus, we've gone on a four we've gone forth on our most excellent adventure. Station. I love those movies. WWE and Dolph Ziggler apparently came to terms, undisclosed, on a new contract several weeks ago. Yeah, that's like a five-year deal, isn't it? Before all, it just but, says multi-year. I didn't read how long it was. But the fact is that this contract was already signed before everybody was saying, oh, Dolph Ziggler's fucking leaving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's It's just more funny. It's more funny than so many of the posts that we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Where's he going? Where's he going? Yada, yeah. yada, yada. It's like... and, and then it turns out that he's, like, still there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the host of Swerved? He uh, he did the... He was, like, in on the one bit where they were electrocuting everybody. 
Yeah, the oh. most shocking WrestleMania moments. Yeah. And they shocked people. What a shocker. Yeah. Was but the, I do appreciate a good pun. So did he have to switch on the electric chair in reverse or something? Or <laughs> No, they make... had like they had like a seat where it would just like shock you when you all they had to do was like press a button. It wasn't like an electric chair, but it was like you know, they they give you a little bit of a voltage in the ass. Was Abdullah the butcher there? No. Hmm. No, and the and the, the switch didn't fall down prematurely either. But <laughs> I have the disappoints. Yeah. I don't know, Zack Ryder just kept falling for it over and over and over again. <laughs> they got Tom is Phillips it? in there and Tom Phillips is, uh, like took it once and he's like No, that's fucking stupid. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> it's a Tom Spiracy. It took me about a week to finally get what that was. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently he's taller than everyone. And he deliberately like leans down and things so he, he looks smaller. <laughs> yeah, so there there's a little heads up to what that refers to when you're on, on the Reddits there, uh, Joe. Because <laughs> people still talk about it. <laughs> uh... WWE legend Bruno Sammartino had his back surgery this week, overseen by Dr. Joseph Maroon, which was said to be a complete success. He gave him a Z-pack. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. He's going to have to go get surgery again from a real doctor. <laughs> China can't seem to... Did I tell you guys that like my ex-wife was like, how come you don't interview China? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because remember, we were talking about her Kickstarter a couple. Yeah, weeks ago. that's that's right. Because we were talking about what a fucking train wreck she is and how bad that would fucking suck to have her on this show. Now, she... now, now, don't, 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 don't make fun of me just because I made some mistakes in my past. China can't seem to let her obsession with WWE go. She said she's passionate about joining the WWE Hall of Fame and that she wants a sit-down meeting with Vince McMahon and Triple H to bury the hatchet. Given the things she's said already, that seems unlikely. Not to mention Triple H has given a sit-down interview where he said quite vociferously that that will not happen. Well... Triple H had to say about her allegations that he assaulted her in the past. The false Let me tell you something, brother. The false <laughs> statements and reckless allegations that, that Jane Lawler, a.k.a. the China Doll, continues to make about the physical dispute her and Brooke ever had are completely <laughs> false, dude. Let me... If, brother, as I've said in the past, dude, while Joe, Jane uh, has had a lot of struggles in life, brother, she's a porn star like me. That doesn't justify making any claims, brother. Yeah, she's a She-Hulk. Now, did that movie actually get made? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they, uh, they got lots of those parody porns out there, man. Yeah, they make everything now, parody. <laughs> I know, but I didn't, real, I didn't know if the She-Hulk one had actually gone through. I, I heard oh, yeah. I'll go, go, yeah, go Google she's... video search if you really want to see it. She's already fulfilled her contractual, her porn obligations. <laughs> Uh, they went up her nose. Yeah. Thank you, JT Hogan, for jumping in on my <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> You're welcome, brother. Anytime. Basically, Triple H said being a drug addict is no reason to make up such stupid and shit claims. Yeah. Matt Doink Osborne's family is suing WWE, claiming that traumatic head injuries were the direct cause of his 2013 overdose. 
Meanwhile, WWE has filed a change of venue motion in the Cassandra Frazier lawsuit over the death of her husband, Viscera, uh, citing as, as precedent the successful motion to move Billy Jack Haynes' lawsuit to Connecticut. Yeah, I don't know much about the legal system, but isn't it kind of unfair to move a WWE lawsuit to Connecticut, which is where they're based, and probably where a lot of people are going to be on their side? I don't think that's the case. I, I think what it is is they want to move to Connecticut because it's, like, easier for them to get there to defend themselves as opposed to, yeah, you know, where Matt Bourne live, like Minnesota or something, right? So you got to go halfway across the country to go defend yourself in court. It's easier to just move it to Connecticut so they don't have to. Let me tell you something, brothers and dudes and dudettes. I'm going to Connecticut for for no for a completely different thing, brother. Not to testify, it. brother. I'd love it if if one time they were sued, they just put Hulk there to put a promo on the jury. <laughs> Obviously not in a case like this, which is super serious, but in maybe the punk case. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely the punk case. <laughs> Oh my god. The Z Pack, brother, used to be called the H Pack. Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. Hulk no, Hogan. If you, if you did that, he'd confuse Z Pack with Z Gangster. Oh god. No, Hulk Hogan. Fucking. Uh, he'd come in, he'd get the fucking WWE's lawyer's name wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, brother. Jerry McDonald over here. <laughs> <sighs> My cat Theo is just giving me the weirdest looks right now. <laughs> Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, and Moose from ROH are all said to be on WWE's radar. They may have a hard time signing the first, though, since he is the Ring of Honor world champion, and future at least, is to let Jay Lethal carry both the ROH TV and ROH world titles. He was described as very emotional Friday night, calling it the greatest night in his entire life. Yeah! Yeah, black machizo. Oh. That's why you leave TNA, folks. <laughs> Wait, I thought he was black machismo in, in ROH. No, he wasn't. No, he actually he he his first like like interview, his first like speaking thing in the ring, he he shit on the on black machismo. <laughs> that was a it was just a fun line from the Go Home Show though with. The Briscoe was saying, by the time I'm done with you, you'll be black machismo again. <laughs> and then he lost. Huh. Hey guys, Dolph Ziggler continues to explore his non-WWE options as his WWE contract expires within the next few months. <laughs> Nobody deleted uh, this. <laughs> there was a fun... Oh, yeah, I can't remember now, but there was a fun parody account tweet. Something like, watch... It was, that's it, watch... Dolph Ziggler signed a multi-year contract and get pushed in the mid-card or something unswerved. <laughs> uh, if you were wondering how Hernandez could appear on both Lucha Underground and the Live Impact Wrestling last night, it appears that the former released him for working matches for All Elite in Mexico, which is opposition to AAA, one of the principal backers and sources of Mexican talent. Since Lucha Underground has been taped well ahead of time, we'll continue to see him on both shows for a while. To hear Hernandez tell it, he and Lucha could not come to terms on a new deal, which may be, in fact, because they didn't offer him one. 
Let me tell you, brother. Let me tell you, brother Hercules. You should have called me. I could have got you got you a contract extension, brother. I worked them out great, brother. Well, technically, it's accurate that they couldn't come to terms on him, right? Hercules. Hercules Hernandez. I, I got the joke. Speaking of, Lucha Underground, the talent are getting frustrated that new TV tapings haven't been announced for fall, even though they have been long rumored to take place between August and October. Nobody wants to pull out of indie bookings during that time if tapings are announced, but now is the time many wrestlers will be booking indie shows for those months to plan out their travel schedule ahead of time. Yeah, they're down to the crunch on this one. Yeah, I guess we'll uh, find out what happens. And now we get into the mess. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti everywhere, folks. Well, the first thing here is Gunner reportedly did not re- depart TNA of his own volition. Sam Shaw has left TNA. Time to explore new artistic ventures. Thanks to everyone at Impact Wrestling that helped maximize my talents. Shaw confirms he's parting ways with TNA to explore new artistic ventures, but is sure to thank everybody at Impact Wrestling on his way out the door. Gunner and Shaw being released is said to be a cost-cutting measure. Add low-key to the people that are leaving. Uh, I have decided to part ways with Impact Wrestling. My best to them in their future. Thank you all to the fans who joined the adventure. That's not how I'd say it. Say it by real voice, Joe. That's not how I talk. Can we hire him for voiceovers? The fun comparison that when someone leaves TNA... TNA wished the best of luck in their future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Came here to do business. You want to do business? I'll do business with you. <laughs> Looks like James Storm is done too. At the end of my day, no matter what, I thank the fans for the last 18 years, and no one could say I didn't do it my way. Hashtag cowboy way. Hashtag workhorse. Well, the no. Storm thing is where things really yeah. started to become. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, then there's he came back and he had a retort. I don't think I. Yeah, kept he it he in said um, he said that it was the anniversary of his match, the 18th anniversary of his first match. Right. But then apparently he is still leaving. So mm-hmm. hey. Uh-huh. And it was broke by some guy named Brian Fritz, which I didn't initially <clears throat> put in the document until, of course, it was confirmed. Huh. I cat Brian. Fritzy cat. Yes. According to Brian Fritz, James Storm asked for and received his TNA release, and his last match will be Slammiversary on Sunday. And his final TNA meal, his farewell dinner. Well, that won't be his farewell dinner because he'll be at the Hall of Fame eventually. They give you dinner and a ring. No, they give you dinner and a watch. That's just a picture of some guy giving a finger. (laughs) <laughs> no, I have to follow Coincidentally, his Slammiversary opponent, Magnus, is also telling people that he's leaving the company on Sunday. An update on the TNA releases of James Storm and Magnus. Both talent requested their release due to the fact that TNA is running less live events and doing more bulk tapings, and since both were paid per appearance, they wound up making less money as a result. TNA would like to continue to work with both on a case-by-case basis and is willing to risk WWE making a run at them because they accept talent need to make a living, and the new reality is that they are a TV show first and a touring wrestling promotion second or third at best. At best. <laughs> it's the at best. Yeah, the truth hurts, but 
it seems that that's where they're moving towards. It makes sense when you think about it from that point of view. Austin Aries' TNA contract expires this week. Aries was involved in a convoluted double stipulation match at the Impact Wrestling tapings this weekend, but the upshot was if he lost Rockstar Spud, he had to leave TNA, and he lost. This coincides... Spoiler alert. This coincides, not coincidence, with reports that his contract was up uh, was set to expire before the end of June. And to be fair, that story came from TNA, from uh, WrestleZone. You can't blame them for not knowing how to spell words. Yeah, they, they put coincidence instead of <laughs> it coincides. Yet more TNA releases. Taron Torella and Awesome Kong's TNA contracts expired as of this weekend, and tonight's Slammiversary is expected to be their last show. Uh, I know uh, Noyce added that during the show, and Bob Ryder uh, replied to it during the show. About 45 minutes ago, Bob Ryder at B Ryder TNA, neither of their contracts are up for several months. Amazed you would report something so totally wrong. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I didn't report it, so I don't care. Right. Uh, shots fired, <laughs> I guess. TNA I... versus Dave Meltzer continues. Yeah. Serena Deeb appeared at the Impact Wrestling taping on Wednesday, working a match with James Storm against Magnus and Mickey James. Kurt Angle said during today's TNA conference call that he doesn't expect to retire within the next two years. You remember when he said this contract would be his last one? <laughs> well, he also announced Saturday at TNA's wrestling TV tapings that they uh, that he has a tumor in his neck that finally needed surgery. He has a benign tumor in his neck for some time, uh, dating back. A weird bump, weird bump on his body. <laughs> Just get him a Z pack; he'll be fine. It's TNA. They can't afford Z-Packs. Yeah. They have Y-Packs. <laughs> no, they have W-Packs. Yeah, W-Packs, right. And I was going to say W-Packs because my... Uh... No, wait, wait. They have Impacts. <laughs> yeah, I think Mark wins this one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, uh, you know, my my friend had generic Q-tips, and they were called W-tips. So that's why I liked the W-pack. <laughs> uh. Many TNA talent feel they are being kayfabed by management about recent talent releases and the possibility of a GFW invasion into Impact. There is a... There is a trust issue involved between the TNA talent and management as well. Since 18 months ago, everybody in the company was burying Jeff Jarrett, and now they've welcomed, welcomed him back with open arms. The perception is that management is phony and doesn't mean what they say. No. I've been saying that for ages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we have. Right. We don't work there, though. No, we don't work there. It's not like we have to believe what Dixie Carter says. Right. Davey Richards and Lashley are booked for a Sunday show at Arena Mexico in Mexico City for All Elite the same day as Slammiversary. On that show, Richards and Voldar Jr. face Lashley and Rush in the main event, so they may not even be available for the TNA show. Lol, TNA. <laughs> Cena wins? Yep. Davey Richards tweets... I will at hashtag Slammiversary for at Impact Wrestling this Sunday. Hashtag the Wolves will also steal the show. Thanks. Hashtag Wolfs Nation. I will at there too. 
<laughs> he will at Slammiversary. He didn't say he will be at Slammiversary. He said he will and at it, Slammiversary. And there isn't a, a Twitter account called at Slammiversary, no. <laughs> right. So he will at hashtag Slammiversary. <laughs> what will you what? What will you at? <laughs> he will at Slammiversary. It doesn't say he'll be there. It just says he'll hey, at that. He'll watch it. He'll watch it. <laughs> he'll watch it, right. He'll, he'll be hashtagging Slammiversary with the rest of us. He'll be watching it in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, right. Where is the Impact Wrestling Show? Is that? It's, it's in probably Florida. in Florida, right? So, and it's not that far by plane, right? I mean, they could charge her a jet, right? It'd be like when the the Shield turned up. I was gonna say, yeah, you remember the helicopter? Well, I mean, of course, that was that was that was in the UK. So wherever they were it was yeah, only they were like five miles away. Yeah, it was only like a five minute drive. <laughs> in the helicopter. No, the, the hey, Richards and Lashley back on, on Dixie Carter's private jet. Yeah. No, they get Hernandez to board to toss him that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not if Seb Coulter has anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. TNA announced another pay delay for the production people on Thursday using the Harris brothers to do the dirty work and tell everybody checks from May would be late. If you don't like it, shake our hands and leave. And they left. <laughs> In other words, take the deferred payment or take a hike. <laughs> I wonder why everyone's leaving. Yeah. There was a rumor going around that Jeff Jarrett was trying to buy a controlling interest in TNA to quash the rumor. Jarrett is not interested in buying TNA. It's confirmed that Jarrett and TNA have inked a relationship which will allow TNA wrestlers to appear for GFW. Also, Jarrett's promo on Impact Wrestling was unscripted, save for him promoing the King of the Mountain match on Sunday. No wonder it was so terrible. But for what it's worth, Jeff Jarrett is still a minor owner in TNA. And TNA... Leave. TNA has already taped Jeff Jarrett's Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> this one's a little bit out of order. I would really hate to work for them. Yeah. It would just be so terrible. Yeah. Well, Kurt Angle, we talked about the tumor already. Uh, TNA has shot an angle where EC3 attacked him to get him off the show for an extended time or possibly even the remainder of Impact if the show isn't picked up beyond September. Just another legend bites the dust by EC3. <laughs> ah, we, uh, it's back! My favorite part of the show is back! <laughs> The season premiere. I didn't read this. <laughs> the synopsis of the season premiere of Total Divas on July seventh. In the season four premiere, the Bellas face the consequences. Consequences creed of quitting the New Day. At the same time, news of Eva's new Rolodex causes chaos in the NXT division as all women are subsequently fired and eaten by Ryback and bullshit Patrick Dempsey. Natty explores her Domino's side of deuce while TJ watches on in horror, unable to do anything with a broken freaking neck. Special guests, Bill DeMott, Gizmo, and Dr. Maroon. XXX compelling television! <laughs> uh, I gotta be cold-hearted at least once intentionally on the show. The unintentional ones are funnier, but yeah. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the Gizmo-Dr. Maroon segment the most. That's yeah. great. Dr. Maroon's going to prescribe him a Z-Pack to bring him back He's to life. Like, what, what, what's this on my back, says Gizmo. And Dr. Maroon shrugs and Bill DeMott jumps out of nowhere and slaps a jelly donut right on it. <laughs> donut pack. He feeds him a jelly donut after midnight. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> nice. Never comes out of the 
can't do that on television. And everything is solved when someone says doom. Yeah. <laughs> and then Drag Irons dresses up like the female Gremlin from Gremlins 2. Yeah. So, this is embarrassing for not Emma, but Nicole oh. Bass, who was arrested for shoplifting over $1,000 worth of goods from a store in Queens. That sounds pretty audacious just on the face of it, but according to a New York uh, to the New York Post, it gets worse. She put 152 food items and 17 health and beauty products into a bag and shopping cart and tried to leave without paying. She really thinks she'd get away with walking out with that much stuff? Thankfully for Bass, she cut a deal with prosecutors where if she stays out of trouble for six months, the charges of petty larceny and possession of stolen property will be dropped. I've been seeing this story, like, all fucking week, and it's like... Who fucking cares? She was on Raw for like a month and ECW for like even shorter than that. Other than that, she's a fucking celebrity from the goddamn Howard Stern show. She's not a fucking pro wrestler. Don't give me that fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, but it was that week of pro wrestling that turned her into a, such a degenerate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was uh, hanging out with China. That's what you say. <laughs> it's what you get for hanging out with China. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Billy Kidman. headlines of coke off each other. <laughs> Billy Kidman has a great idea for Seth Rollins. Maybe while at WWE Noble is healing up, I can step in with at WWE Mercury to help out at WWE Rollins. How does BJ Security sound? <laughs> I've been watching Orange is the New Black, so that's even funnier. <laughs> Yeah, I guess none of us have. How come? Adam Rose wants to be known as Hot Hot Adam from now on. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't uh, say it. <laughs> you could. But we really don't need a punchline <laughs> for that. We already did the, uh, the, the idiots on Reddit who wanted to send a gift basket for Tyson Kidd's dead cat. Ah, uh, but that was not the best thing that I caught on Reddit this week. That no, I, I, I like this one. This one's great. I wonder what it would have been like if WWE did it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible but hilarious. Oh, it's awful but it's great. It's it's funny as hell. <laughs> it's like dong, rah, dong dong, rah, dong <laughs> it has a rhythm to it. <laughs> Uh, it ends in an even number, so fortunately he'd be calm at the end. Right. Do the math, people. WrestleMania 24, when Mick Foley and Snoop Dogg and one of them had a bell, he's like Santino was like in their face, and Festus was there. <laughs> I think. I Where did you get that bell? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that gimmick was crazy, man. It's funny. <laughs> what was funny was how they claimed he was, well, he was still, um, fuck, I'm forgetting his, Luke Gallows was yeah. just Festus off drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it worked because he was in the straight edge society. Yeah, but it's just hilarious that that was his new character. He's yeah. clean and now he's this guy. Right, That's exactly. What will do for you. CM Punk got him off the drugs. They should have brought Eugene back and claimed he was on drugs all the time. Yeah. 
He wasn't retarded. He was just on a shitload of drugs. I marked the fuck out the first time I saw <laughs> Eugene. Because I knew the character was coming. Like, I had read about him being in OVW. And then, like, I didn't have cable at the time, but I could still watch USA Network for some reason. Like, it was fuzzy, but I could still see everything. It was still, like, great to watch wrestling on. And William Regal's going around looking for Eric Bischoff's nephew, and he finds me. I'm looking for a young man named Eugene. I'm like, fucking Eugene! There's Eugene! <laughs> yeah. So. So Awesome Kong just tweeted, uh, contrary to rumors at Impact Wrestling, and I will ring in the new year together, and I'll deck the halls of anyone who says otherwise. Hashtag staying. <laughs> so, um... August, what is it, 30, 31st? That's New Year's Eve now, or? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 30th. Well, no, 31st, you're right. 31st. They'll exist as a YouTube show or something. Yeah. TNA really is the wrestling cockroach. <laughs> you can't kill him. <laughs> somebody, had, uh, somebody had said that uh, WCW under Turner has now lasted a shorter time than TNA Impact. Yeah, but that's not surprising because ROH has as well. Yeah. The more surprising thing for me is that Kurt Angle has been in TNA longer than he was in WWE. Wow. And no one knows he's in TNA still. <laughs> they probably think Kurt Angle retired eight years ago. At <laughs> <laughs> right, that time, I think it was Jeff Hardy. No, it was RVD. Said he was at an airport one time and someone asked him if he was still wrestling. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm with TNA. Yeah, right. <sighs> Oh well. Anybody have anything else to add? I see where I normally make a math joke. No. <laughs> so it's going to turn out James Storm hasn't left too. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. I think realistically, that's idea that they're keeping a few contracted guys and then just working in short-term taping contracts. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a swerve possibility, and people will continue to talk about that because that's what they do. Yeah, despite the bullshit they've gone through lately, James Storm and Austin Aries are still two of my favorite wrestlers there. So I oh, hope they all can these guys keep that are... on as a pair appearance basis. The, the way is, that's it. It's precisely it. Like, the way it sounds is that these guys are quote-unquote leaving, as in like their contracts are ending and they're not official roster guys on a regular basis. I, that, to me, actually... I, I think know, that's what model should makes, do anyway. That's exactly it. it. It does have a logic to it. So not to say that we might never see these guys again. Yeah, some we might never see again. That's totally possible. But then there's the reality that, yeah, I will pay you to come in and tape for the weekend so much dollars, and you can continue to work on the indies. And it, again, makes makes a lot of sense. Just basically give them the Joe deal, mm -hmm. which was the Lever Bates deal on the blue. blue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll obviously be following the story right through the end of the summer and seeing how it plays out. But um, eh, that's if you had to ask me at the end of the day, looking at all that's come out this week, right? as a business level, it seems like most of these guys are leaving on fairly decent terms, if not all of them. And there is that working connection with Global Force. And, you know, fuck it. Both these companies need, need each other right now. So there's a lot of logic to what is going on being just a mutual way of making sure everyone can still work, make money, and still come back to make money on 
short-term occasions if need be. But uh, the other part of me just likes making fun of them demise. So I don't know. <laughs> That's what I got left to add. Two plus two is five. <laughs> well, I can't even enjoy watching them die because it's taking so fucking long. But I don't actually really want them to die. Please live, TNA. I like these people. And at the end of the day, this will be people out of jobs, so it's sad. That's true. Yeah, but it'll be people out of jobs, but they'll be able to make some money on, on, and probably better money on the indies than they do. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's also like true. Leaving TNA was the end of the world for AJ Styles, who yeah. now makes a lot more than he ever did. Because you think, like, you know, James Storm, he's going to go out and probably, he can go on the Indies in, in, in and make some money. He'll probably go to the TNA and be Braden Walker, too. I mean, he'd probably go to WWE and be Braden Walker, too. But, you know, he can, that's a guy that could probably main event anywhere in the country on the Indies. You know? <laughs> it was, uh, uh, I actually have the tweet here from uh, Jesse Neal and Christina Von Erie when they worked for TNA. Things are looking up. Just received some good news. That was uh, Christina Von Erie. Jesse Neal says, Yay, we qualified for food stamps. I can eat now. <laughs> I remember that. Our dear friend Rowdy Rodimus tweeted, It's a sad state of the business that you can make a joke about food stamps and people wonder if you're serious. And Jesse Neal responded to him, By the way, it's not a joke. Uh, it's just sad. Yeah, that's awful. I I told I told Maven fan earlier that our our YouTube channel is full of crappy shows, and she said, "No, it's not. It's worth my nine ninety nine a month." <laughs> and that's me checking my Twitter for the week. <laughs> On that note. I am at Think So Joe at Mark underscore Noise at G of the Internet at Random Redhead at Random Double underscore Zero for our good friend the coaster at Maven Fan BWF. If you want to tweet her for some ungodly reason, I blocked her. <laughs> she, she almost got close to being blocked from me, but I didn't. I, I blocked I, the Maven Fan account. I'm still friends with her actual account, but <laughs> the Laura account. Yeah, where she still trolls me endlessly. We'll see you next week, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Tune in. Where you grab a tentacle and put it so far up your ass, it comes out your mouth and you look like an octopus. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I, can't I got a tentacle. <laughs> I got two of them. Oh, wait, those are testicles. <laughs>